and welcome to the Don't Argue podcast, powered by Bet Easy. We have an absolutely massive show in store, and two of the best footy analysts in the game. As I say, a big hello and welcome to you, Ben Dixon. Oh, g'day, Jay. I'm excited to be here. I made the cut on the weekend. BJ didn't. Um, <laughs> but uh, Marcus Fraser, he put his best foot forward. But uh, I, was ho- I was hoping, yeah, he was done. He did make yep. the cut. I was hoping BJ got the cut because yep. 10% um, post the cut. Woo! Might have been a, a little uh, paycheck for him in the uh, post, but not to be. Nice little pay boost. Uh, Wayne the King Carey, heard you were best on the G'day. 99 G'day, uh, gentlemen. premiership <laughs> reunion. Not no. even close, <laughs> no. but uh, there were a couple uh, a couple that kicked on, including <laughs> our stats man at Triple M, yep. the two man. Two man. He was uh, one of the last to leave. Did Byron Pickett get the three votes? Uh Look, I, when I left, um, I'd heard, I'd had a lot of missed calls from Byron and they went to early hours, so fair say that he had, <laughs> a, uh, had a good night, Choppy. The wrecking ball, we love him. As I said, absolutely massive show in store. We're going to be talking about the Hawks. Are they at the crossroads? How good is Max King and his Fremantle, the best bet of the weekend? A big show in store. But I want to start with the Hawks, boys, because... Well, they're losing uh, losing touch with the top eight. And with an old list, including veterans Paul Puopolo, James Frawley, Grant Birchall, Sean the Silk Burgoyne, and, of course, everyone's favourite, Jared Ruffhead, where to for the Hawks? Uh, Duck, do you think it's time they need to rejuvenate or do they try and top up again? Which direction from here? Oh, well, there's no doubt they need to they, they need to go back to the draft. I mean, the draft's the reason why they've had sustained success at the start. That's what got them going and then... Their ability to be a destination club and and pick players from other clubs that have already developed, They've, they did very well with Ruckman, haven't they, yep. over the years with Hale and obviously McAvoy. Big McAvoy. Um, so they've been very, very good at what they've done and they've had that sustained success and no one can begrudge them. But because of that now, they find themselves in a bit of a hole in terms of talent, simple as that. Um, obviously Mitchell's out and they've, uh, Amir is really talented. Warple, we know, has got ability. Sicily's a, a star. But I think it's their spine decay that really concerns me. Frawley, is, I'm not sure whether you mentioned him amongst that group, but he's towards the end of his career as well. So what concerns me is they've lost a lot of, obviously, footy talent, but more importantly, footy IQ. I think footy smarts is one of the... Uh, one of the things that not every player has, some players are very athletic and very good footballers, but they're not yep. footy smart. Mitchell Hodge They've lost so yeah. much uh, footy IQ, it's not funny, in the last three years. So, And then take away the spine. Um, I can't see any other way for them to go. Now, because they're system-based and they're very well coached, um, they're still competitive. And I guess... You know, they, they could finish anywhere from 8th to 13th or yep. 14th Middle um, this year. So they could, they could you know, get in or they could, you know, slip down a little bit. But is that beneficial to them and where they want to go in the next sort of three or four years? I wouldn't have thought so. Mm. So it's a, it's a tricky one, but they've got, they've got a coach, Dicko, and you know him better than us. Um, in recent times, I knew him when he was, a, you know, just one of my lieutenants, um, <laughs> um, but he he you know he's openly said that he doesn't want to you know he doesn't he's not he's not going down the bottom yeah. well, he's not he doesn't want to do that. What do you think? Are you concerned for your old Bob? I am a little bit because the way the rules are now in the draft and the trade period, if you finish middle of the road, it's not going to get you much. Yeah. So you got to trade pretty heavily, and like Ducks just alluded to, nah, there's a lot of credits there 
to get what you need. Mm. So you do have to come out. Yep. And uh, he's not prepared to do that. We, he's been pretty public on uh, he's not here for a big rebuild. and He doesn't want to go to the bottom. I don't so does, does Clarko go somewhere else then? If the, if the club's going in one direction, yep. it's going to go to the draft. And we know that Clarko, probably not a big fan of that. Could he go somewhere else then while the club genuinely rebuilds? Well, he'll be pretty definitive on... he's. He doesn't want to rebuild. So yeah. if the club... We could have a Brad Scott scenario, to be honest. And I, I, know, I know it's um, just happened at North, but Clarko wants to go in this direction if the club want to go in that direction because mm-hmm. it's not just him. He's got to take into account Graham Wright and all his thoughts and he manages everything in terms of salary cap and what players they have, what picks they have. So it's not just Clarko's call. It's a, it's a footy department call. And if he's not... And I can only speak from uh, my, my experience. If he's not... In agreements, then uh, I don't think it's going to end well. He'll opt out. I wonder whether Steve... That's interesting, Dicko. I mean, I wonder whether Steve Cornelio is the man because if they can get Cornelio as a free agent, which costs them nothing, and they partners Cornelio with O'Meara and Mitchell, I wonder whether that's that A-grade midfield... Got to have someone to kick it to. Well, yeah. I, he, he mentioned it in the in the pre-chat. You said Cornelio's the raft. I reckon he's just a life vest, mate. So <laughs> so he's not he's not a raft. He's not the big saviour. He's yep. not going to pull him out of the water and put him in the raft. And the, the lifeboat. And the other thing that you're forgetting there as well mm. is Hawthorne were a destination club mm. because they've been such a strong club. Think about how many players they've just hand-picked and have yeah. come along and they've handed them a couple of premierships. Yeah, they're, no long, they're no longer that club. They're, they're, they're a great club. They've been successful, but they're not, they're not that team, I reckon, that individuals are looking at now mm. saying they're in the premiership window mm. because yep. they're mm. not in a premiership window. So no longer do players, will players, want to go there like they once did. And that's... And that's just and that's just fact. I mean, North Melbourne, we know what trouble they've had because yep. people, you know, players have considered probably they're not in that window. So mm. players, are, players are smart. Geelong, Geelong, on the other hand, look at the players lining up to get down yeah, to the gallery. Yeah, I mean, Cameron, which, is, Cameron, which, which yeah. is why you know, and and you know, even Jack Stephen. There's rumours around yep. Jack, and he's from down that way. So yep. I tell you what, it must there must be something in the water down there. Yeah, the it's because spot. they just uh, they all want to go home. It's God's eventually. country, yeah, uh, down there. But but, but, but you know what I'm saying yep. in terms of dest, you know, with with the, individuals, the that sparkle. They're chasing success. Yeah. If you're chasing success right now then you're not probably going to Hawthorne. Yeah, there is that lure of Alistair Clarkson. Interesting discussion there. Watch this space on the Hawks. Pinchy, pinchy, boys. When have you ever been pinched on the football field or niggled? And what happened thereafter? Well, I've I've been I've been niggled. I've I've not been pinched. I wouldn't have been going to pinch duck. <laughs> but, no, well, I think, and this is and this is you know we don't condone violence, but the the, the times were different back in the, what in happened? the early what 90s or even mid 90s. Try by video came in. You obviously couldn't mm. do it, but it was pretty simple. If if a guy scragged you, you'd say if you keep doing that, I'll whack you. And if mm. they keep doing it, you'd whack them. Yeah. Now. You know, I'm not. You could whack them anywhere, and I know that they've taken that out of the game. But you, you didn't cop that. That's mm. one of the things, and that's the hardest thing about the modern game for these guys. That, that little niggle, although I think it'll get stamped out at the tribunal tomorrow yeah. night, because mm. and and by the way, he's a he's a star. Stratton, yeah. uh, Stratton pinched. He just got himself. He just got himself into a, a, a couple of weeks where he was doing it to Charlie Cameron. Thought I got away with that, so I'll you know do a little yeah. bit more and. Um, he'll cop a, I reckon he'll cop a week for maybe both uh, the stomp and the and pinch. the and the pinch. Maybe a fine for the pinch and a week yeah. for the stomp. Mm. Um, I don't think you'll see that again from him. But it's not a. It's you know what the reason why it's not a good look is because 
Fantasia can't retaliate. Yeah, the rule says that he he's can't. A bit defenseless. He, yeah. he can't. He's yeah. defenseless. Yeah. Exactly right. So he he retaliates. He gives away a free, or he yeah. gets reported himself. Yeah. So that's where it's just it's 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 unfair and it's and it's unsavoury. And it's yeah. changed a long way because um, well, I, take us back to go. No, well, I, I I love this story, and he won't, one of my best mates, Raiden Tellis, playing against North Ducks mob. And he was in his second game. He's walking down to the goal square. And who's waiting for him? Glenn Archer. He's thinking, gee whiz, idolise this guy. And walking down. Arch punches him straight in the nose. Claret comes out. <laughs> Arch leans over and Raiden looks up. He says, what are you going to do, little boy? He goes, nothing. <laughs> but it's changed. Yep. We know the cameras. But the, the pinchy pinch side of it, I might be different. Like, I know he's doing it the whole time. Yeah. Why didn't Fantasia just pinch him back? <laughs> like yeah. I, I'm, I'm deadly serious. Like two little crabs. Well, because because then I I reckon if he does that, so obviously he's doing it sort of, he's doing it so it's not obvious to to everyone. Yeah. Although it got picked up on, but it's yeah. not really obvious. Yeah. I think if you're the retaliator, it then becomes obvious if you're trying to pinch him back. So yeah. but, but he then probably the umpire, would have given a free kick away. But then the umpire comes in and goes, "Stop it, boys! Otherwise, mm. he's going to." Yeah. you know what I mean, like. Yep. And it's made such a big issue, and it's so annoying. Have you been? That hurts, Dicko. It used to be He's Johnny Barker's me. signature move. I <laughs> well, hate it. What I mean, if, if that'd be that annoying, you'd, you'd, yep. you couldn't help but mm. retaliate. We need to head to quarter time just uh, quickly. Jared Ruffhead back this week, Dicko. Do you think yes or no? Yes, against Sydney, absolutely. Should play. I think he should. Yeah, they need that forward target. He will Duck. play. Do you think? Oh, I think he will play. Yeah. yeah. So, so Lewis. Mitch Lewis, yeah, yeah, but, two goals in the VFL. Yeah, Mitch Lewis, yeah. So will he? Well, so will he? Come oh, the only back reason in? I say back is you look at Sydney's back line. You know, you got Rampy down there, no problem. But you got to stretch Sydney's. Back oh, Alia Alia is. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they like Alia Alia to go through the ruck and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I think so. That's with my head, not my heart. Yeah. All right, let's head to quarter time. We're going to be talking St Kilda, Daniel Hanabry, how good's uh, Max King. And uh, Charlie Kerno unleashed uh, seven goals at the weekend. What a performance. Uh, we'll come back with uh, that and more on Don't Argue, powered by BetEasy. Time for the second quarter on Don't Argue, brought to you by BetEasy. Uh, Dicko, you've been working wonders down there with the young St Kilda forwards. How good is Max King? That scare in the VFL yesterday was the talk of Melbourne that the ACL are all clear. He might miss some footy just with uh, just with the incident, a bit of a stretch, a bit of a jar there. But how good is this young man? Taking pick number four in last year's draft. Uh, pretty bloody good. Yeah. yeah. He's got a nickname called uh, Winks. So he's group one quality. The boys call him Winks. Winks. <laughs> you should see this well, athlete. With a nickname like Winks, you'd uh, oh. want to be good. But this <laughs> athlete, like looking at him, you go, gee whiz, is that the sales you're going to pay a million bucks for? Yeah. Him? What's, what's impressed you? Uh, his ability to, to mark, contested mark, um, we've seen it at VFL level now. When he jumps, he floats in the air, and um, Duck would know this is one of the great key forwards. When you can get up, you can hold, and and literally deny any defender the way you can stretch up at 200 centimetres mm. and mark the footy. But what impressed me most about him is when it hits the ground. Really, his yeah, ability. You've got to be able to. You've got to. You've got to be. Two-dimensional, three-dimensional, oh. four-dimensional. You've got to be good below your knees. Dual so. forward. And I say yeah. dual as in he gets up and he can get back and he's got an engine. So he's got a good engine? Huge. Be- as, as better, as good, if not better than a midfielder. Okay. Yeah. Engine. So, so, given, yep. so given that, if, if that's all true, and I haven't seen him play yet, but if, if that's all true, he's not going to take – he's not going to be a, one of those – you know when they talk about key position players, big guys taking longer to develop? Yeah. That's a load of rubbish. Mm. It's a load of rubbish if you can cover the ground yep. and you've got all those other dimensions to your game. Yep. Jeremy Cameron, 
uh, Jonathan Brown, yeah, Nick Rewald, all, yeah. all. But when you get that, when you're that big, big, bigger body mm. that can't cover the ground, then it takes longer to develop and and, and like hone, Hawkins type and hone thing. your craft. Yeah. I mean, look at Haw Hawkins is playing the best footy he's played. Yeah. yeah, I think if you've got all of those other attributes, mm. you can come into this competition and dominate from mm. the, from the start. Mm. Especially the running ability. That's yep. the that's that's huge. And they're not going to rush him. They won't rush him. He might have a couple of weeks off, but I think. Play senior footy this year. Yeah, towards it, like deep. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking at the right at the back end, but you don't rush. Yeah, you don't rush group one talent. Yeah, and well, it was it was a big talking point at the end of last year's draft. And we saw Rosie have a hot start to this year. Some people, I think Joey Montagna wanted the Saints to take the midfielder, and Rosie's got that that X factor, that sexy sizzle to his game, that speed, and and, and some angst around the Max King decision. But you think it's it was the right call at the draft? Absolute no brainer. Really? There, and I, I wasn't privy to the conversations. Yep. With Rosie, but but from what you've seen, oh, a key forward like that. Yeah. And you've early seen in the Franklin. draft. Yep. Oh my God, it is an absolute no brainer. Not even. Absolutely no doubt about taking a key rather than a midfielder in that. Absolutely. He's going to be a 10, 12, 15-year player. A pillar. And they lost Rewalt. Yeah. They got Bruce down there. They got Membry. They put him into the mix. All of a sudden, hang on, I want to be coaching that forward line. I think it's, I think it's important for his development, though, just like it is if you look up at Sydney. Buddy, Buddy plays on for two more years. Mm. I mean, the way he'll develop young McCartan up there and, and, yeah. Nick, and Nick Blakey, Blakey. is huge. So what he needs, he actually needs Membry and Bruce yep. to stay there, be playing good footy. Mentors. So they get the number one. And the number, and the number yep. two. And he gets the number three. And it gives him time to develop. If you look at Norton at the minute for the Bulldogs, now, yeah, he's had a breakout game. We know he's got talent, all of that. It's a number one banana. But he's getting the number one uh, defender mm -hmm. every week. Now, that might invariably make him a better footballer down the track. Mm. It might. Could also break him. Yeah. He's a 19 year it could it could break it can break you if you're getting that every week and your confidence gets battered. I'll take you back to 05. It happened to Franklin and uh, Ruffhead. I, I got the number one defender mm. and uh, Ruffhead got number two and Franklin got number three. Look at him now. This <laughs> this is why the, he's so selfless. So <laughs> That's no, him, mate. Hawthorne legend and Revere. <laughs> no, no, no. A decoy forward of the decade <laughs> back in the day. Oh, we love you, Dicko. Hey, before we talk the Blues and we've got to get on to Charlie Kerner, just quickly, Daniel Hannabury, what do we expect from him in comeback? He could play this weekend. Uh, they paid a lot for him. What's he been like in the in the VFL? Uh, he had thirty and twenty five. Solid. Yeah, so solid. Yeah, yeah solid. That's solid. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's a workhorse midfielder. We're not expecting the tricks though, are we? Yeah, the flashiness well, of the well, speed. Well, that's, well, he's a... Overalls. He's got to wear the overalls. He's that's a foot soldier. That's it, and that's what he is. He's uh, he's in, in and under. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just his work rate, but both ways as well. Yeah. Um, you know, jeez, oh, I, I would love I would love to him for him to get back to where mm. he was. Mm. Let's not forget after that uh, grand final when he, when he hurt his knee, was it? Yeah, his it knee? was his knee. Yeah. Never hasn't been the same since. Yeah. Now, given this year and what he's and, and talk about, you know, rebuilding him, if he's fit, oh, I'd, he could he could help them yep. immensely. Charlie Kerno, before we head to half time, boys, kick seven goals. Yep. Shackles unleashed yep. on Carlton. I mean, it's been, it seemingly is the right call to get rid of Brendan Bolton. No, no disrespect, no offence to him, but they're playing a much more attractive, much more sexy, uh, much more offensive and an instinctive brand of footy. 100 points at the weekend, Dicko. This is the Carlton and the talent that we've been wanting to see for a couple of years. The big decider for me is they've been down 30-plus points in both games yeah, and have come back. come back. And because you, if you've got a freedom as a player and Duck will... He literally got. Hang on, now nah, let's just take the game on. Yeah. Let, let's let's not throw structures out. Let's keep the but let's just play. Yeah. Because you draft these kids, 
and you're almost putting batteries in the back. Like you, there's robotic. too many, too much robotic. Yeah. You've almost got to go twenty foot twenty of knowledge. Yeah. 80% on what we drafted you on and just go for it. Yeah. Like, give them some direction. But yeah. I think it's a big move. And I was critical last year of Bolts when he played Harry Mackay in the VFL for so long. Mm. Got to play this kid. You weren't going to win the flag. Mm. You're going to play finals. You've got to see what they can do. And the more yeah. they play, regardless if they have four, six, mm. eight disposals, got to develop the keys. Yeah, they just need to start games better, to be honest. Yep. Uh, the yeah. last couple of weeks, if they started the games better, who knows what we'd... Yep. So they probably have another win under their belt, yep. no doubt. It's such an attractive proposition as the new coach coming into Carlton. You see Patrick Cripps play arguably the best individual performance we've seen last week against Sydney, and then Charlie Curnow just turns it on. He's getting possessions in the forward half of the ground where he is most dangerous. So as a Carlton fan, you're looking forward to your membership ticket and buying that next year under a new coach because potentially with that elite talent, they can surge up the ladder. What a job for the new coach it is. Hey, it's time for halftime. Fire up, Duck. We want your roast. And we're also going to talk about the bet of the season. The, uh, the uh, traders might have had a mare, Dick. I want to get your thoughts on this. After half time on Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy. All right, it's the Premiership Quarter on the Don't Argue podcast, powered by Bet Easy. Ben Dixon and Wayne King Carey in excellent form as usual. Duck, normally come off the long run most weeks. The crowd. <laughs> issue of crowd behaviour yeah. being in the spotlight number one talking yeah, point in the game yeah I think it's the number one uh, thing in the game at the moment because it's all about the fans and let's be honest our game is all about the fans you can have TV rights you can do all of that sort of stuff but at the end of the day people coming through the turnstiles to watch their beloved teams yep. play and be able to barrack in a manner and yep. we know what's right we know what's wrong this has been an over uh, correction yep. and I think that it's clearly gone too far to have Security walking up and down the aisles like prowling, you know, like prowling as if you know, just waiting or watching for someone yeah. to say something unsavory. I mean, Give me a it's just gone. It, it, it absolutely has gone too far. And I will say that they've come out and said that uh, uh, they've gone too far, and they'll pull back on that because it's not a. I actually didn't see the game, but I've seen the vision of it. The, the other thing I will say is, if you're going to get some security guards, and you really do want to. How about get some men or women <laughs> to parade? Some of these security, they're just kids themselves. Yep. I mean, kids themselves parading around, you know, like, I don't know how old you have to be to be security. Yeah. We need to keep your wits about you, don't well, you, in that old, sort of situation? How yeah. old do you have to be? Oh, 18. 18? <laughs> Probably. Maybe, maybe you got to pass the security Maybe they, Maybe they've just aged better than <laughs> I, I have. You were, what you... What you're alluding to, though, Duck, is if they walked down and you were in full flight, you'd say, hey, you might need a couple more soldiers <laughs> ready to get me out of the ground. No, I, you know what? It, it's been a bad look. It's been, a, like I said, it's been an absolute overcorrection. And I think they're going to pull it back. And obviously, we won't see that sort of stuff anymore. But let's let's not stop letting fans uh, enjoy the footy. A lot of people, a lot of lawyers and accountants and people that are sitting in an office all day, yep. they go to the footy to vent. Show some passion. They're not vent in a bad way, yep. not swear and carry on. And, and like I said, if there's kids around, and but but to vent yep. Yep. and to vent and to yell and barrack for their team and to have a crack at the opposition when they're... And you know what? And even the umpires. You know what? If they're in the crowd, they're not saying anything that uh, untoward, but they're having a crack at an umpire's decision. I mean, that's been a part of our game yeah. for... 100 plus years. So yep. we've got to allow people to do that, surely. Yep. I'll, give you a, I'll give you a comment 
and I'm not Get just. A kick, I'm not. Yeah, I heard that plenty of times. <laughs> I'm not giving you this on. This is my view or this is my thoughts. My 78 year old mother will not go to the football. She's cracked it. No, no. I'm deadly. She she said to me she, she's not going to the Why? football live because I grew up on mum standing on the balcony at Yarrawonga Pigeons going, you maggot, you're a drip, you're this, you're that. And she screams. I kid you not. I go to the footy with her and I almost laugh. But she gives it to him. Yeah. Oh, like Joel Selwood, she'll rip into him or, you yeah. know, anyone. Cameron, you're this, you're that. Yeah. She will not go to the football now. And we have taken away the fans' privilege to express themselves yeah. at a game of football. If you have to look over your shoulder, mm. if you want to call someone a maggot or you want to say, you didn't put your head over the ball, you gutless bastard. Yeah. You should have the right to do that and yeah. not walk on eggshells. It is an absolute disgrace. What's happened? What has happened. Mm. We have gone way too far. Take a, 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 a bloody uh, leaf out of the EPL or something. How much do they rip in? Mm. Do you reckon yeah. they have people walking down the aisles? Mm. I'll tell you what's going to happen. The crowd numbers will go down if they keep going and keep going on with this crap. And that's what's going to happen to our game. I like it, Dicko. Yeah. Fair to say the apple hasn't fallen far from the tree with old Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she used to give it to him too. <laughs> oh, I can yeah. imagine. That'd be fun times watching the Yarra- Yarrawonga Pigeons. Hey, uh, boys, oh, I am confounded by something. Uh, Melbourne versus Fremantle this Saturday, the MCG 145. Jesse Hogan versus Steve May. Why is Melbourne, Dicko, $1.72 favourites against Fremantle coming off a 21-point win against uh, Port Adelaide on Saturday? The Dockers are playing... Good footy. They are well coached and they've got Nat Fife and Michael Walters, possibly two of the top five players in the competition. Are these numbers the right numbers or not? Well, I had to go down to the trading floor this morning when you flagged it with me and I went down and I said, boys, have we made an error here? Yeah. They're all asleep. They're watching the US Open. They're asleep. So so, so they must have just just hit the uh, the indicator (laughs) there and they meant to have Fremantle $1.72 and uh, Melbourne... um, the outsider in this one. I cannot believe those odds. Yeah. And you've both been watching Fremantle a bit this year. Yeah. I've had them five games live. We're underrating them. Uh, yes, we? very much so. Yeah. Certainly no, the traders. No, no question about yep. that. And and they've not only won at home, they've had a they've had some good wins away. Collingwood. But Collingwood here, Duck. On the MCG, Collingwood, are, I think, second favourite. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And at the MCG, they played nine games. Yep. And won, won how many? Six. Six. Yeah. That's, so, that's so, good form at the home of footy. It <laughs> is. And is that, a, is that a reflection? And I don't know how many games they've actually had there this year, but is that a reflection now of Optus Stadium over there being the same dimensions Could as be. the MCG? Because um, West Coast, as we know, had some troubles on there. Mm. Um, they've corrected those. They conquered those. They won the yep. granny. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, no, Fremantle, I've, I've, I think it's a better I think it'll yep. be fair to say the whole footy world underestimated uh, where they could be. I, th- I think it's going to be hard for them to miss now, Dicko. Mm. Who, Fremantle? Yeah. No, they play finals for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, only uh, three Victorian teams in the top eight, I think, at the moment. It could be set for, set for an interstate-based uh, uh, final eight. Michael Walters, boys, before we go to the curly questions of the last quarter, we know the best players in the competition are Fife, Cripps, Dusty, Danger, say. Where does Michael Walters fit into that top five or six players? Well, right there... I think he's number one. Most informed player in the comp. Well, when you can win a game of three games of football yeah. for your football club. Six goals. Off your off your own boot. Playing midfield to go. Playing midfield. That's that's the that's the pivotal one for me. Is the his ability to go and impact in the midfield and then impact yeah. forward. But like it's never been done in the history of the game. I think consecutive I think. weeks to win a game of football. And guess boot. what happened on the weekend? No one picked it up. 
Who kicked the last goal to, to put it out of... Sun Sun. Sunny. Yeah, he's I, three three weeks in a row he's kicked it. And and you're right, Dicko. I mean, I, I think when we all, we all get uh, seduced, well, some do, yep. about numbers through the middle of the ground, mm. accumulators, and that's why we love Paddy Cripps because he, he, he does things in big moments to influence the the game, even though Carlton haven't been winning them. But you're right. He's, he's, he's just, well, you know what? He's grabbing games by the scruff of the neck. Yep. This is normally what a, what a key forward does. We're talking about a midfielder grabbing a game by the scruff of the neck. I, mean, I remember Heard doing it as a, as a mm. midfielder yeah. going forward. You did I remember that. Voss doing it. I'm talking about midfielders. Yep. You know, even, even Buckley, you know, was a great accumulator, but I don't remember him really grabbing games Not by forward. the scruff of the neck. Mm. Whereas this guy's doing yeah. exactly that. Mm, I mean, yeah. it's been quite remarkable. And Ross on the weekend, Duck, the game was sort of, it was such an arm wrestle. Yeah. Three quarter time was a point. Great game. So... At any stage, we used to see Fife go down and be the one out man. Guess who was going down? No, no, no. Send Sonny down there. Yeah. Like, he, he was literally the man. Underrated superstar. Certainly going to get a nice old payday on his nice contract. Curly questions coming up next. <laughs> Dicko, I'm going to lead it with you. Just have a think about this one for a second. What did you think when Sonny dropped the F-bomb straight after the game? It's uh, Ben Dixon, Wayne Kerry. More next on the, uh, the Don't Argue <laughs> podcast. Powered by Bet Easy. Curly questions. Hang around. Yes, it's curly question time on Don't Argue, brought to you by Bet Easy. Dick, I'm going to start with you, as I said. What were you thinking when uh, Sonny Walters, after just tearing it apart with six goals, just dropped the F-bomb on you casually? Yeah, I, I actually, I shouldn't, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. I really did. Like, he apologised straight away. And was, what was he like after? Oh, after the interview. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, Dick, I'm so sorry. I, I really, I'm really, really sorry. And I said, man, it's all good. It's all good. The producer's been on me here. said... Yep. You can't help it, the excitement, the emotion, adrenaline. Yep. And he apologised once again on radio afterwards as well. So you can just see mm-hmm. um, he didn't mean to say it. And you get caught up in emotion sometimes. Lynchy dropped the F-bomb. Jared dropped the C-bomb a few years ago when he called the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, so um, I think as a player, it, it's a it's a great um, advertisement mm. for obviously the character of the guy to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yep. But let's bring it back to the issue right now. Are we on eggshells in what yeah. everything we say? Yeah. Mm. So automatically, a year ago, if a player said that, he would have kept going. But he's like, oh, no, I don't, am I in trouble? Yeah. Come on. Like, let's lighten up a little bit. Uh, Duck, uh, the 99 Premiership reunion uh, on Saturday with all your North Melbourne uh, teammates. How good was it? And uh, did you manage to have a little uh, chat with Johnny Longmire? Is he any chance to coach your former footy club next year, do you think? It was very good. A lot of fun. Good to catch up. Uh like said, guys, guys like Johnny Longmire and, and Adam Simpson, who are current coaches, and when you see them outside and now players, because they're, they, they, they're senior coaches, so they've got a presence and an aura about them. When they're in that room, they're just players that played in the 99, <laughs> and they got more shit hung on them than, <laughs> than anyone cool. in yeah. the group. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was it was fantastic. And, oh, look, at the end of the day, we know that North are interested in Johnny Longmire, and there's probably... Uh, probably Carlton are as well mm. and probably maybe other clubs would be talking to his management as well. So mm. he's been an unbelievably consistent um, coach and a coach that a lot of people have written off Sydney numerous times during his tenure and they haven't dropped off like mm. people have thought. Mm. They certainly don't look like they're going to be dropping off anytime soon either. So he's got a bit to weigh up. Yep. There's no there's no doubt in my mind 
um, that he will get an unbelievable offer. Yep. It's whether he accepts that offer or not. Yep. That's the that's the question mark, and that's one that uh, um, I'm sure he will have a lot of thinking to do uh, to do. But yeah, I you know it's, he's going to have a tough decision to make, and you know what? Good on him. I mean, I, I, it's great because what it does for horse is it whether he stays at Sydney or or, or leaves, mm. then he's going to find himself in a better position no matter Absolutely. what. Absolutely. It's a win-win. He it? swans $1.52 favourite to beat Hawthorne uh, this weekend to go. Yeah. You going to say something? No, no, not at all. I was actually alluding to those odds. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, they've only had won four games for the year, but raging favourites against uh, what we touched on the first quarter. Boys, this is the both of you. Joel Selwood only averaged 19 possessions over his past month. Got the rest at the weekend. Of course, the Cats take on Port Adelaide away this weekend. Is Joel Selwood, who we've heard might be battling a bit of an issue, is he just starting to come off the boil? Is this amazing career and that huge physical load just starting to wear on him a little bit? I personally don't think so. No? No. I think Ablett going forward, um, he's been out in the wing. Yep. He's even been to half back at times. I just think... You know, if you've got a sore knee and you're in the twilight of your career, when I say twilight, job probably keep playing a few more years. Yep. Go no give, cause for concern? No, not at all. Absolutely not. And they're winning games of footy. So he's almost probably sitting back going, how good's this? I don't have to get me 30. And, and, you know, those blokes are yeah. wearing overalls for so long and fed it out to the blokes in the suits. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, you know what? Put the suit on for a few weeks, Joel, and let some other bloke put the overalls on. <laughs> yeah, it is a good, it's a good question, though, because uh, clearly the, the type of player he's been, he's banged up. He's, he, yeah. he is. He's banged up, and he's clearly. I'm led to believe had a really good preseason mm. this year and was fit and ready to go. But you know, it, it can happen. You know, the first couple of rounds, you get a couple of knocks in the wrong spot, and yeah. he's clearly missed a couple of games or a few games. I think he missed. So um, his body's not 100 percent fit. And I think the hardest thing when you've been such a consistent footballer like he has been, and and so tough and hard, then. It's hard to get your own head around your role changing and you're not going to be as good. And that's why I'm so impressed that Gary's actually embraced mm. his role at Geelong. Joel, you know, got to get his head around that he'll, he has to embrace this mm. new role. But I, 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 think it's, um, I think it's more to do with his body than it is yeah. where he's at. And I've heard you say plenty of times, Duck, that um, he is one of your favourite players, and if not your most respected leader yeah. of the current crop. Mm -hmm. I think he's been captain of the All-Australian team four times. Last one uh, from me, boys. We've spoken a lot about the Geelong and the Collingwood midfields. Does GWS have the best midfield in the game right now? Kelly, Canelio, Taranto, masterclass He's against North Melbourne imagine on Imagine adding Trelaw and Shields. <laughs> and, uh, hey. yeah, who was the other one? Will Hoskin, Elliot, uh, Roll Adams, through there. Adams. Adams. They've lost a few. Like, yeah, Is it the number one midfield or not? Uh, has oh, look, to be, doesn't they're, it? They're, they're solid. Look, Collingwood have got an unbelievable midfield. I, I think so does, hard to split them, so no, does Geelong. Geelong has a... If a, you had really... to rank them, who's number one? Um, well, I think... Kelly... Cornelio, Taranto. Who's, who's yeah, no, I think I think Collingwood's Hopper. got. I think I was going. I think, Col I think Collingwood's got yeah. a, a side bottom. Pendlebury, Trelaw, like, come on. Yeah, and they've and they've also got Grundy. Yeah. Why, why don't you include the Ruckman in that? Well, Fair point. not all of them are midfielders, yep. but Grundy <laughs> certainly is. But yeah, no, it's a it's a good question. They are they are they're, they're very good. And what I was impressed just before you finished mm -hmm. GWS yesterday. Don't worry about their mids. Um, you know they 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 won that in a not a pretty fashion. They didn't play their best footy. 
Cameron wasn't on fire. No. You know, they, Green was quiet. So they, they're winning without, mm. you know, some big stars playing their best footy. That's, that's dangerous. They're not in their best form either. And they're the only team to beat the Cats. Craig Hutchison said, can Leon Cameron drive the Ferrari? Think he's doing a pretty good job first half of this season. They're sitting uh, nicely in second position. I think Collingwood take on the Western Bulldogs on Sunday. Collingwood, $1.28 favourite. I think that's money for Jam. Brody Grundy had 58 hitouts last time he took on Tim English, who only had six hitouts. So we'll see that Collingwood midfield fire up uh, on Sunday against the Dogs. Ben Dixon, Wayne Carey, two of the best analysts in the game. Thank you so much for your great insights. Once again, we will catch you on the Thursday Don't Argue podcast. Jacob Wilson from Champion Data will have all his best bets as usual, and he has been on fire. That's us signing off the Monday edition of Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy. We'll catch you next week.